0: Welcome to another edition of A Personal Trainer's Guide to Wealth Creation. And in this particular podcast, what I want to talk about is the good old-fashioned prospecting uh, and making prospecting uh, on the telephone. Uh, one, uh, I guess, area of uh, sales marketing, if you want to you look at it in that way, that you hear a lot of so-called experts saying that it's, you know, it's dead and there's no need to do cold calling or prospecting calls, and it's, it's a lot of rubbish. Um, you know, when you look at history, people still use their phones. It's the most accessible way to get, get uh, in contact with people. So, uh, nor- normally the people are saying that cold calling is dead and you don't need a prospect on the phone. Uh, coming from people who are selling their, their programs and, you know, uh, online uh, information products. And if you've been in business, and I've been in business for a long time, and I've seen all the changes, I've seen all the new technology, and while social media and all these avenues are great and building databases, In my opinion, still from what I've seen and what I've experienced personally, you know, and what surveys and statistics show, you know, making those calls are absolutely vital. Now, people that say prospecting is is dead and cold calling is dead are are the people that don't like doing it, and that's that's a simple fact. Uh, But once again, the reality is is that if you're not doing it, you're um, you're really going to struggle. You know, in my opinion, because if you look at anything like LinkedIn, sending emails, you know, Facebook you know if you're honest and you do that stuff enough you can see how long it actually does take you to get an actual client from doing that process versus getting on the phone so look wh- what, I'm gonna t- what I want to what I want to firstly say there's some facts about when you are going to make the calls and the, the facts is you are going to you are going to get a lot of rejection and that just happens that's part of it and if you're unable to uh, deal with that in any shape or form be it online or making these calls then you're you're in real trouble it also means that you're better off going back and getting a job and so it's, it, the good thing about prospecting the, um, on the telephone is it's, it's real time interaction than any other form of prospecting. So it's real time, you've got people there, you've got a really good opportunity to connect and build a r- rapport with them. And uh, it's one of the best channels. So you know, the other thing is, is that a lot of your calls that you make will, will probably go through to, to voicemail and it can be up to, like, say, 20 uh, to 50%. So, with this in mind, and with anything you do in business, this is why you need to be really effective when you do get a prospect on the phone. Now, part of the problem is is that when people have these opportunities, they say it doesn't work or it's, you know, no good. But the reality is when you dig a little bit deeper, you'll find out that they haven't really got a good framework. They haven't really put a lot of energy into training, educating themselves in this area. So no, no wonder it's firstly a really confronting thing to do. And then secondly, it's easy just to stop doing it and hope we're going to get some clients through our website or marketing other marketing avenues. So you know that's what I want to look at in this particular. So, so look, n- no one really likes you know um, phone prospecting, uh, even even with you know great experience uh, doing it. You still are probably going to not like it at some point. You know, it's, it's, I've never heard people say they absolutely love it, but the fact um, that that the fact is that it's you know not to the gate that uh, really to reach peak performance in your business and get those sales targets you need to master phone prospecting so it's that's the reality of reality of it so you can get all the magic scripts you can get all the greater but there's still there's still going to be things you may don't like about it but people that are good at it and people that are really driven and motivated no it's not about having to like it or dislike it they know about getting it done and that's like with anything in life that you want you know, people that excel in bodybuilding or sports or football, or whatever, there's certain parts of it or fighting, you know, professional fighters, there's certain parts of the training camp and part that they just don't like being away from their families maybe while they're training, but they get it done, they get the work done and they do what others aren't prepared to do and that's why they're in the position that they are. So if you want to earn the big bucks and you want to consistently grow a profitable business, then you need to get and just accept the fact that phone prospecting can suck at times and just get over it move on and start getting good at it and and my suggestion is to focus on what you actually really want so if we focus on just oh making these calls and the rejection part of it well it's not going to be a very good experience but when we're doing this we're going what is my greater purpose what why am i actually doing this then that part is what i focus on to get myself in the right mood the right state start doing it next just some fundamentals and basics of prospecting uh, when you're making on the telephone is, you know, I, I, I really think it's really important to schedule uh, some phone blocks and it's easier for your mind to comprehend and get yourself motivated in that state. If we, uh, instead of just saying on Wednesday, I'm going to make a whole bunch of calls, just put them into blocks. And look, my, my, uh, uh, in my opinion, that's where you turn off all your phones, computers, phone, turn everything off, no distractions, don't give yourself the temptation to do that and set a really clear goal for how many um, calls that you will make. So be very clear, be very clear on that. And uh, I would say that you would set really small chunks, especially if you've been avoiding doing it. There's no point saying I'm going to do two hours with the calls because there's a party that just is going to go, and no, I don't want to do that. So I would set really small targets. So it's easier to set a set, um, you know, small goal of, say, 10 to 20 co- calls, Uh, maybe for 30 minutes you're gonna do it rather than trying to go for you know go for a big chunk of two hours so this will help you uh, you know this will help wrap your mind around those smaller chunks so you go right the first thing I do is I'm just gonna get myself to make five five calls or ten calls or twenty calls in the next half an hour and that's my goal so uh, you know some people then set a daily or overall um, uh, target that they want to hit. So maybe, for example, okay, for Tuesday, Wednesday, professional salespeople they need they'll be doing this every day. Uh, but if you're in your, your business and you've got other activities, then you want to set targets throughout the week when you may do this. If prospecting is something you that you've identified as a role for you to do in your business, so you would set a uh, you know an overall target. This way, you can you know you can definitely pump yourself up for these smaller blocks, and it just becomes easier. Keep going after you do it, give yourself a small reward, whatever that may be, uh, and then move on to the next uh, you know say ten or so calls and remember have a lot of fun with it as well it's our responsibility in business and anything we do is go how do we make this how do we make it fun you know like maybe you're going you're going say well make a record record how many nos you actually get you know and how many keep times you keep asking and so we just got to make it fun so what we're going to go into is is looking at what makes you know prospecting a little bit more efficient and effective. So there's going to be five steps that I, I start to learn uh, from a few other experts in this field that I really admired and liked, and they um they talk about these five steps, and they're ones that over my years of, of doing it have really rung true in, in not just theory but in practice. So you know efficient uh, if you look at efficient prospecting calls uh, should get you should be aiming to get to a yes no or maybe as fast as possible and at, at, you know <coughs> excuse me and if, if we can do that uh it just saves time and we can get through our calls a lot more efficiently and that is to be in a real relaxed uh positive state positive manner uh, that's going to reduce some resistance because you want to come across confident professional and and just really uh an assertive tone and so that's one of the things we need to do so that way you can get to a yes on the table quicker and uh, deal with those uh, that are not interested w- without really dancing around you know, the bush. We, we just wanna get to it. So many people waste a lot of time on the calls, fumbling around, not sounding professional, you know, not having a real purpose, uh, and not sounding confident when they do it. So it's really important we do that. So when you, when you pick up the phone and you call a cold or warm or hot lead, whatever it may be, referral, uh, and, and they are not expecting you to call, what we have to understand is that you are now an interruption in their day. And I always go, and I'll talk about this more, go, you need to think about it from your perspective when this has happened to you, you know. So consider how you would feel when your day is interrupted by someone calling you unannounced or that's not scheduled. So it wasn't in your, uh, you know, daily schedule that you were going to expect this call. And you're saying, but how do you just think about how do you feel. And this is really gives us the insight to how to combat and how to, prospecting the call a lot more efficiently because we do it the way we we would also respond and so when that person does call and you've had that experience it can make you feel a, a range of different things it may make you feel irritable angry you know resentful and, and it you know might just really just piss you off and it's mostly because the call comes when you are you were right in the middle of something doing something else in your daily routine and uh, you know if you if you then step into the shoes uh, of your potential you know prospects people you're calling you go what what would you want though because like i said we're even though someone might be in the middle of something we go well why'd you answer the phone if you're busy what we have to understand we're all trained you know to answer the phone without thinking about it so we're understanding at this point that we're interrupting it but if we did put ourselves into our prospect's shoes as i just said what would you want and so well you know you think what well what's your first response and it's probably going to be, well, wouldn't, wouldn't want to get the call in the first place. And, you know, I'll give you that, that that's probably the, that's probably the first one that's going, oh, you know, I didn't even really want really to get the call. No one wants to be interrupted if we look at it from that point of view, even if the call is um, something that we welcome. So it may be something we are actually interested in, but again, we've been interrupted. So... There's a real lot of training and uh, you know suggestions that uh, we've had over the course of our time that really imprints this stuff. So, uh, but you know, here's here's the reality of it. As a business owner or sales sales person, uh, whatever you want to classify yourself in those roles, y- you really have a choice to make because we understand that no one wants. We don't really want to interrupt people, and it can be a confronting thing prospecting the call, uh, prospecting and making phone calls. It's like. You know, you can make the calls and interrupt, which is what we're going to accept we're doing, or go back to get a job that you probably hate, not passionate about, and for not the money that you want to make to support your lifestyle and future, all that stuff. And so they're the choices. And I'm a big fan of giving myself choices because when I I go, I'm not going to make these calls even though I know that, you know, it's going to be in my best interest really I am really taking one step back towards the path of failing and, and going back to something I don't want to do and we can blame and say it's this that and the other but the reality is is that if we we're on honest we go well I chose not to do these activities each time because of the way I was feeling at that point so uh, if we look at <coughs> so if you if you're going to get if you're going to get interrupted so if you're again going to be interrupted what would it need to be like in order for that to be a you know half decent experience, and most most likely, uh, you know, get straight to the point, and then get off the phone quickly so you can get back to checking Facebook, be on on YouTube, whatever it was that you were doing, and so that's what's going to happen if you you know if you're going to interrupt it straight to the point so you can get back. So it's good to stand in your prospect's shoes, and uh, you know, and they're just like you and I, who. Resent having their day interrupted by an unannounced or an unscheduled caller. So we need to understand that. So if we look at the goal, so your goal is to make the the, um, the call quick and to get to the point, so you can uh, achieve your objective and they can get back to doing what they were doing, and that's really the point. So to be able to do this effectively, uh, your call must be structured. It must have a real backbone to it, and to get to uh, to get to you know get to the point fast in, I'd say, 10 seconds or less. And make sure you sound uh, authentic, professional, rather than a scripted robot, or a stereotype of what a salesperson would be. You know, the ones you see in the TV shows, and the movies, real cheesy. And so you you also need a process that is very confident and respectable as well. So it needs to be then, and then consistent. And we need to be able to repeat that over and over again. And so a consistent and repeatable structure Takes the pressure for you and your prospect and there's a few reasons why reasons because you, you are not winging it you know on each call and you don't have to try to worry about what to say because you are so focused and deliberate and that this really does help you then focus uh, all your attention for the prospect on the prospect and what they want. The next part is that it also sends a message to them that you're respecting your prospect's time, which is which is what we've got to take into account. So the shorter and more impactful calls means you can uh, complete, of course, more blocks of those calls faster and keep your prospects, you know, your prospect pop pipeline that you're trying to fill uh, fuller and spend more time on the actual activities that make sales fun. That's having uh, sales consultations and. Booking people in and then signing them up to become clients, and so an an effective prospecting telephone call might sound something like this. And we want to look at a simple five-step process, or you can call it framework, uh, for about to achieve that. Now, the first one is number one is get their attention by using their name. So it would be hi James. So that's the first thing we need to do. Next is identify yourself. So. My name is Jason Ybanovich and I'm from I'm with Create PT Wealth or I'm from I'm from Create PT Wealth. Next is tell them why you're calling. So the reason I'm calling is to set up an appointment with you. So that's exactly they'll know straight away straight to the point. Next is what we call bridging, so we're bridging it. And we need to give them a reason. So we're going to either give them a reason or a because and um, it might go like this. Because I uh, I just read your inquiry that you filled out on our website, and you said that you are uh, starting to struggle with getting enough consistent leads to achieve new client signups uh, required to reach your financial targets. Uh, and uh, hundreds. So what we then would say is, uh, reach your financial targets. Now, hundreds of our of similar PT businesses like yours already use Create PT Wealth each year. To help them solve their main frustrations of getting enough qualified leads and they are very happy with the results we are delivering and so that's the uh, the bridging and then finally ask for what you want and then just be quiet that's the end of it just shut up at that point point. and so this part is I, th- uh, I thought that the best uh, place to start was to schedule a short meeting to learn more about your business challenges and goals and uh, how uh, And then, then you could say something like, uh, how about we schedule a meeting in next Wednesday around 1 p.m. So that's the actually asking for what you want. Very, very important. So important part with this is the most important part is that uh, I, I really want you to understand if you're listening to this podcast is that there are no pauses in that sequence. Now, uh, it didn't flow so good when I did it because I was reading off what I would say uh, in the bridging part, however, um, you know, the most important part is that you need to understand that there's no pauses from the start to finish. The moment you pause, you lose control of the call. Uh, as soon as they, uh, as soon as my prospect uh, answers the call, I walk them through the five-step uh, framework or process without stopping, because my goal is to respect their time by getting to the point. And getting, uh, getting the answer yes, no, or maybe is the fastest possible example. And so, another example of that may be um, so, hi, Tammy, this is Jason Bennett from Correct P2T Wealth. The reason I'm calling is you downloaded our free report on the five ways to lose body fat after giving birth. And I'm interested to learn what triggered your interest. I work with a lot of women who have struggled to get uh, back into their former slim body or their shape after women babies. And I'd like to show you uh, how we could also help you do the same thing. So, can you tell me more about your situation? When are you? Uh, and so that's that's a classic example of uh, then aiming to find out more information on that particular example. And so, when you use this framework, uh, what you'll notice is that you know if you don't use something like that, uh, very clear and precise, you'll stumble over your words and it'll be harder for you to achieve the objectives, uh, but also you'll, you'll get more ob- objections more often if you do that. So if you do use a good framework, then you'll find that you'll just be able to go your way through a very clear, very precise, very confident, and you'll be able to achieve your goals and you'll have less objectives, um, less objectives, objections, object, blah, 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 first day of the new lips, uh, less <laughs> objections. A framework is, is, is just a guide though, so when you look at it, it's just a guide. And uh, it it makes you agile, adaptable, uh, because you can then focus on your message rather than, you you know, uh, just wasting time dancing around, having to rethink everything each time that you do it. So it gives you a really good framework. So telephone prospecting needs to be uh, professional and and it needs to be straight to the point. This is where I'm getting at here. And I think the main emphasis, again, is just to go, we really respect the person's time. And there's no need to overcomplicate it with uh, you know, cheesy scripts and things that just piss people off. So it, that just creates more and more resistance. So uh, look, let's look at the, um, at the five steps a little bit closer here. And remember, number one, as I said, start with their, with their name. And what we're gonna do is get their attention. Now you have less than five seconds to get someone's attention. And the easiest way to do that is use the most beautiful and most profound and important wor- word in the, in the world to them. And that's by using their name. So when you say their name, they'll, they'll sit up and, and pay attention. So we've got their attention at that point. Definitely do not ask, hi, Tammy, how are you doing? How are you going? Any version of that? Because when you interrupt the prospect from doing what they're doing, then you're gonna get resistance. And this resistance hits as soon as they uh, realize that you're a salesperson and that they've made a big mistake by answering your phone call. So. This realise hap- this realisation for them happens right after you say something like "How are you today?" and then you pause. That's when your prospect in- instant uh, instinct at that point is to get off the phone and go back to what they were doing. What will happen is they will immediately hit you with a, uh, a you know the reflex response. That's something like "I'm not interested" or "Who is this?" and uh, once she realizes it was a mistake to answer your call, she'll, she'll, she'll want to get going and get off that phone. So, And as soon as you pause, she'll hit you with an objection and a stern tone of voice, and uh, you know it'll really be off-putting and it won't go well from there. So that's how your prospect is doing. So when you say how you're doing, that's exactly how they're doing when you ask that question. So um, you'll definitely lose control of the call if you start doing that. So I really learned a long time ago is not say, if you got time or how you're going, any of that stuff. Uh, don't ask any, any of that particular questions, uh, especially at this point. So you can do that once you've got rapport and you built a relationship, but don't ask any of those. You don't want any awkward silences. So say their name and keep moving, get through it. Next is identify yourself. So get right down to business. So say their name, tell them who you are and the reason you're calling. Uh, Transparency has two really main benefits, and the first one is it demonstrates that you are a professional and that you have respect uh, for your prospect's time. So save all that idle chit chat, as I said, and uh, you know asking how people are until you establish some kind of real relationship, because they don't really care. You know, it's just it's just not going to help you out at all. The second is by telling them uh, who you are and why um, why you are calling. Um, you reduce their stress because people are way more comfortable when they know what to expect so I'm a big believer and you know Brad and I just have saying things up front and, and being totally transparent so pro- prospects are just like you and I they just don't want to be trying to feel like they're being tricked or manipulated or you know there's, there's something you know underneath it that just doesn't come across as honest. honour so and they just don't want to be interrupted so that's, that's the other part to that what they do want is to be you know, treated with respect, and uh, the best way to show your respect is to be honest, uh, be relevant, and just to the point. Next is the bridging. So you, know, you gotta give them a because, because uh, we already know that when we ask uh, people to give up their time or get them to do something, uh, they will all be more likely to do so when we give them a, a reason or a because. And uh, that's, that's the bridge that connects the dots between what you want and uh, why they should give it uh, give it to you in the first place. So you, you've ended up their day, you've told them why you are calling, and now you must give them a reason why they would give you more of their time. The person you were calling could not care less about you, your product, your services. They don't care what you want, what your desires are. They only really care about... You know what's relevant to their problems and um, they'll only give up their time for you uh, and that's it. So they're not going to give up time for some of your reasons, it's going to be for their own good reasons. And, and this is why the message matters. What you say and how you say it will either generate resistance or it'll pull down the walls and open up the door to a yes. So it's very important to avoid saying things like, I want to talk to you. You know, or I want to talk to you about our product or services. This is this is kind of a, this state this kind of statement. Uh, it's it's really all about you. You know the words, uh, you know, taught, tell, or show. All these particular words that we use are subtle messages that you really want. All you really want to do is pitch or sell something. And the, the last the last thing your prospect wants is you talking. You know, at them. So they don't really stay away from any of those words. Using words like learning more about you, your business, uh, share some insights that have helped other clients, uh, you know, um, gain some understanding of your unique situation, see how we uh, may fit together. This is, this is all what the prospect wants to hear. So they wanna feel that you understand them and that you have their best interests at heart. And the best way to craft your message or your framework is to stand in your prospect's shoes and see things through their eyes. So with your empathy and your emotions, and, and when you do that, it's the, it's the best way to relate to them and make these calls more successful. The, the other bit is ask for what you want and then just be quiet and shut up. And the most important step is this, is this part, is asking for what you want. So if if you are trying to qualify and uh, you know find out more information, then you need to determine the next step. Then that's what you that's what you're doing. You're asking for that. If you want an appointment, you know, ask for you know a day and a time. So no point fluffing around and uh, not getting the information if that's your purpose. If you want to engage in a sales a sales conversation, then you need to uh, you need to ask open ended questions that get some talking. So your goal is to get to a yes, no, or maybe fast. Don't waste time here, you know, and, and talk in circles, get straight to it. Avoid using passive, you know, or, or very limp language and phrases like, you know, maybe if it will be okay with you, you know, not too much trouble we can meet next week. That's that's not great at all. It doesn't exude confidence. So we need to be confident, direct and smooth and we not have no pauses while we're going through this process. Remember, get to the point ask for what you want, then shut up. The, the biggest mistake most salespeople make on prospecting calls is to keep talking instead of giving their prospects the chance to respond to whatever they've said or the request they've been asking. So this increases resistance of course and then it's gonna create more objections and it's gonna really leave those calls really ineffective and give the prospects an easy way out. So remember, after you've finished asking what you want of them, just be quiet and let your prospects respond. And, uh, you know, what we need to understand is you're you're always going to experience objections, but using this method, you're going to get to, you know, what you want, the answers that you want faster and with less objections. So to to wrap up this particular part on, you know, prospecting, you're going to be amazed at how many prospects say yes when you just use this approach.